Somebody left the gates open. Now there's donkeys and elephants roam. Somebody left the gates open. Now the donkeys and elephants roam. Watch where you step. The elephant never forgets. And a donkey so stubborn it wishes it was a mule. Watch where you step. Someone left the gates open. Someone left the gates open and now there's donkeys and elephants roaming the streets. Watch where you step. Sometimes they forget where and when they are. Sherman, I told you I can't afford to pay you anymore. I know, I know. And, and I said I'd clean your place anyway. That lady named Marion Martin or something down at the uh, social services office said that I gotta find some gainful employment, but she didn't say anything about getting paid for it now. I don't want to feel like I owe you. Nah, you let me sleep on your stoop and that's enough. I'm good. That doesn't seem like much. It is. I mean, just having a space for the night where nobody called the police on me. I won't call the cops on you, Sherman. Especially these days. As long as you remember, that is my stoop. Let me ask you something. Miss Meg, what's this stoop doing for you at night while you sleep? Just lying there, I guess. In other words, it's doing nothing. Right. So if I was, say, king of this stoop all night while you slumbered, would it make a difference to you? I mean, really? Not at all. Then I'm the king of the stoop. Okay, okay, you can help me clean up, but I need you gone before the customers get here. This is a place of business. They won't even know I've been here. In and out. Thanks, Meg. No, thank you. And, and you know, I, I'm sure you'll help me out as soon as your bar turns around. I wonder when that will be. Who'd have thought the name of a bar would cause such problems? My husband and I didn't set out to make a political statement. He never voted in his entire life. But now the drunken donkey has been tagged as a Democratic bar. Yeah, there's a lot of Democrats in Baltimore, that's for sure. But everyone is getting burnt out on politics. You ever think about changing the name? Dear Departed Dan would never forgive me. I don't know. I just keep thinking that some great event will occur and people will come roaring back, like when Obama was elected. Unfortunately, that can't happen again. I'll give it until the election, and then I'm going to put the drunken donkey out to pasture. In the meantime, let's get her ready for the day. Washing yourself in the sink? Miss Meg, it's called multitasking. That will be enough of that. Anyways, I've got customers outside. Make yourself scarce. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I got you.
You gals are early. It's late for me. I just got off work at the bakery. What about you, Iris? I just felt like drinking early. Trying to shake off last night. Went to the casino with that dweeb from my building who slips notes under my door. He's nice, but so boring. He doesn't bet enough to win, but just stands there losing $5 at the time. And he only let me have 50 bucks. That was gone in like 10 minutes, and I had to sit there watching him all night. Sounds tough. Try baking bread. Christ, here he comes. Like clockwork. Quick, turn on CNN. It always triggers him. Go, Hillary, go! CNN? Did something happen? What did I miss? I'm sure something did happen. You can't believe it. It was your worst fear. What? Did he withdraw from the race? Yep, it's all over the news. Turn on the TV. The cable subscription expired. All I got is Judge Judy. Then I'll just find it on the Google. Although I have a pretty strong feeling you're pulling my leg. (laughs) You're right. We could care less. We were just messing with you. So go argue your politics with someone else. That's not all I talk about. Um, how was your day, Iris? You, Lynette? Same old. Please. See, I actually like you people. What kind of people is that, Neil? What kind of people are we? Nice. Very nice people. Especially you, Iris. Remember my standing invitation. Sorry, I don't pee where I sleep. What does that mean? (laughs) She means that she knows you too well. I don't know what that means either. I was just trying to be polite. If you want me to just say no, okay. No. Please, go back to being polite. It turns out that I gotta get some things done. Until next time, ladies. And Rory. Perfect timing. I'll be back. Take your time. That was a close one. He was rather mild this afternoon. Just wait till later, when he has a few beers in him. Of course, by then, we'll have even more beers in us. He loses every argument. Why does he keep coming back? He's a masochist. What's that? A person who enjoys inflicting pain upon himself. Like bondage? Yeah, except in Neil's case, it's mainly mental pain. I don't think he's suffering. He seems to enjoy being messed with. That's what masochists do. I think it's more than that. Neil trots out theories it gets from whatever the hell he's reading. Like, he's always quoting Ayn Rand and shit. He seems to be winning over Ed. That's because Ed is stupid. Gee, thanks. Happy to be of service. Well, hello, Ed. How's Helga? Uh, why do you think I'm here? That good, huh? Uh... Why do you put up with Neil, Meg? Except for Ed here. He just gets on the nerves of everyone in this place. I knew Neil's parents. Believe me, they had no idea he would turn out this way. Sky and Steve raised him in a vegan-friendly, environmentally conscious cocoon. Neil rebelled, and that liberal college atmosphere worked exactly the opposite on him. Now that his parents are gone, he's got to have someone to rebel against. I guess that's us. That's 
Quite an impressive character breakdown. Hey, you should write a play. No need to write a play. I have drama in my face all day long. Tell Buster his appointment is tomorrow. And get Josh and Jane to the dentist this afternoon. And Jeremy's recital, yes, yes, that too. I already picked it up, it's in the car. Can you tell Jeremy to be ready, though? And is Suzette coming, too? How about Andrew? Well, could you ask him? Is there anything else? Okay. Then, look, I'm just going to take a few minutes for myself. Yes, at the donkey. Sheesh, Bennett. How many kids do you have? Five. Six. I have six. Six? No way! Knew it. Yeah, but you bet on five. So I win. Anyways, Bennett, aren't your kids supposed to be in school? My wife is homeschooling them. Wow, that must take a lot of time. She says it's the only way to keep them from being influenced. She takes care of the kids while I focus on the HVAC. More like focusing on the drunken donkey. <laughs> I finished early today. School is in session, and I don't want to be a distraction. Besides, Sharon's got a handle on the reading and the math. When the time comes, I'll teach them about HVAC. You are also a piece of work. What is it with men these days? These days? It's always been like this. Men pretend to rule the world, but women do all the work. Meg, that's like the most political thing I have ever heard you say. And the last one. I have to catch myself. Men are 50% of my clientele. Go men! More like 40% now. It's my turn to get going. I have a job interview today. Really? Where? Huntsman's Haberdashery. Sales job. Menswear. That figures. Shut up, Ed. Good, Good luck. luck. You're the best man they could get. Get the job, so you don't have time to come around so much. Thanks, Ed. You'll do just fine, Rory. Thanks, Meg. Properties. Episode 1 starred Sheila Blank as Meg, Kwame Shaka Opare as Sherman, Cassidy Grunwald as Lynette, Patricia Hatley as Iris, Alex Preet as Neil, Bo Cameron as Rory, and Dan Lake as Bennett. Music by Jim McPherson with a special bass riff from Vernon Hawkins. Properties, a political radio play, was written, directed, produced, and engineered by yours truly, Damon Norco. Look for our next episode coming soon. <laughs>